another Iron Bowl in the books. But this game was really just more of a microcosm of what this whole season has been. Locked on Bama, your daily podcast on the Alabama Crimson Tide. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everybody. Welcome back into Locked On Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me, Jimmy Stein. That's him. Jimmy, how are you today? I'm all right. A little wet, but I'm all yeah. right. Yeah, that game uh, got wet towards the end. I left a little bit early. I had two kids with me. We've all been battling sickness. I still stay on like crap. My just my six-year-old just got um, diagnosed with the flu, so that's terrible. And we just got stuff on top of stuff over here, and I got to take two of my kids, all three of my kids, actually, back to the airport tomorrow, so it's going to be nutty. Regardless... Let's start out with a positive. Alabama wins the Iron Bowl, third year in a row. Uh, Bryce Young, I think, is our first ever back-to-back 3,000-yard passer. Isn't that right? Uh, I don't know. I cannot, con- I cannot confirm or deny. Sounds right. Um, anyway, in the end, when you beat Auburn, it's a good thing. I'm, I'm just going to say this, that the if that game was such a microcosm of what this whole season has been, you're happy for the most part, you and you want to get behind it. You want to get like get all in with it, but then they just Auburn couldn't pass the ball. They it's not that they didn't want to pass; they physically can't do it. It's not in their repertoire, and we let them run for all they wanted to run. Now, now here's the thing. Uh, th- that strategy was pretty bad for them because they had no chance of coming back with that strategy, right? So, I mean, it was over before it was over. But it's, in, it, it's, a, it's a perfect iron bowl in that Alabama gets the win. Auburn gets to claim a moral victory, even though they'll say they're not into moral victories. They're going to get to claim it because the, they ran all over us, Jimmy. There's no other way to put it. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, long-term, in grand scheme of things, 10 years down the road, 20 years down the road, this is just an Iron Bowl win, and I love it, thankful. But I can't enjoy it as much as I want to because I, I do feel like we got taken to the woodshed a little bit on the running game. Tell me I'm just overreacting. No, I mean, uh, I mean, it's certainly not an overreaction to that part of it. I think it was uh, – there's, there's a few things. I mean, I mean, in terms of defending the game – the game plan and how we played defensively against Auburn, I think it was disgraceful. That's what I would call it. I mean, just absolutely disgraceful. We knew all they could do was run the ball. We knew that Ashford was a big threat. We absolutely could not stop it as if they were 1995 Nebraska, which they're not even remote. They ran it on us better than they could run it on Western Kentucky a week ago. I mean, it's disgraceful. Now, that said, and aside, we won the game easily. Would have won the game had we played eight quarters, 16 quarters, 20 quarters. Auburn is is not even remotely as good as Alabama, and, and we just had too much. The offense was good. I, what, what's really frustrating to me is – you know, just one week ago, Luke, we, we play Austin P, who's who's not good, of course. I mean, they're not compared to an Alabama. They're an FCS team. But the defense played really well. We literally shut them any better than that. Not really. I mean, you can't 
you know, some team's not going to score in the negatives. I mean, we shut them out defensively, but the offense struggled. Fast forward a week, it's the best the offense has looked, you know, in, in, in a while. And uh, and now the defense can't stop Auburn, who's should be relatively easy to stop in terms of we know exactly what they're going to do and uh, why can't we stop it. So very frustrating performance in terms of, you know, one week it's the offense, next week is the defense. One week is the offense, next week is the defense. We just can't put it all together at once. Now, here's another huge point to make. Look at the college football landscape. This is the biggest, this is what frustrates me about the, the fans and the reaction. We are angry because we're not as good as Alabama as Alabama was in 2012 or 2015 or 2020. You know, we're not as good as that. So therefore we're mad that we should only be compared to the other college football teams in 2022. That is all that matters. It doesn't matter. Are we going to go back and be mad that the 2015 Alabama team wasn't as good as Bear Bryant's 1961 team? I mean, this comparing to just other Alabama teams is sort of ridiculous. Now, Compared to other 2022 teams, we're still not good enough. I'm not saying it's good enough and that there's no problems. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying that what we just complained about, that we couldn't stop Auburn's run, is it literally exactly what happened in the Oregon-Oregon staking. Oregon's about to win the Pac-12. Oregon's in the Pac- Pac-12 against a team they're better than. They have more talent than Oregon State. They're favored to win. All they have to do is win, and they're in the Pac-12 championship game. They have an outside shot at getting in the playoff. And what happens? Oregon State threw six balls, six balls, and, and they ran for 300 yards. Oregon could not stop them no matter what. And, and so the exact same thing happened to another top 10 team. Uh, Ohio State looked bad today. Georgia has a collection of wins where they weren't impressive. They, they, they were struggling with Georgia Tech into the third quarter. LSU right now, uh, last I checked, the score was 7-7. With uh, with Texas A&M uh, and, and and TCU seven wins in a row, all by ten points or less. That set an all-time football record. So, you know, yes, it's a struggle for Alabama week to week. Yes, every week they Alabama doesn't look like a national championship team. Either the offense is struggling or the defense is struggling. But when all the smoke clears, people, when all of it's cleared, and we wake up tomorrow, Alabama's going to be ranked maybe fifth, maybe sixth, or the fifth or sixth or the 83rd team. And that that's just, again, the, the comparisons to previous Alabama teams are, are really unfair to this group uh, because they should only be compared to their peers, the 2022 teams. But is it going great? No. No, it's not going perfect. It's not even close to perfect. And, again, I called the defensive performance disgraceful uh, it really was. It was a disgrace. Uh, I, I didn't like the plan. I didn't like the execution. I thought it was embarrassing. I thought we made Auburn look like 1995 Nebraska. Well, I totally agree. Again, my voice is kind of gone, so I'm struggling here. But, um, yeah, it was – that. that's the problem. It's not like we don't have the personnel. It's not like – Auburn came at us with this new strategy of, uh, hey, we're going to run quarterback draw when it's third and long because we don't believe our quarterback can complete a forward pass with an American football. We knew all this. 
And, and they still did it time and time again. So what you're telling me then is because, I mean, one of these things has to be true. Either we don't have the personnel we thought we did, which I, th I think that's erroneous. I think we do have the personnel we think we do. Or that this particular day, their personnel was eating our personnel's lunch. I, I think that helped. I think that's partially true. And then also our scheme sucks, which I also think is very true. So I just feel like it's, it's so beyond time to move on from both of these coordinators. And again, if Nick Saban were watching this podcast, and I'm sure he's not, he would say, Luke, that you are the reason I'm going to get out of football, that you're not enjoying the win. I, I hear you, coach, but you have also molded me into this person about try to get better every which way you can. And there's so much we could get better. There's so much. It's not like we're fine tuning anything. What I'm saying is, Hey, stop the quarterback draw on third and 10. That's all I'm saying. Play one-on-one -on, -one on the corners. Whatever you want to do, stop the quarterback draw. Put a spy on Robbie Ashford. Because yeah. if we had one, it danger didn't look like it. If we had one, it was the worst spy. It was like Inspector Gadget. If Inspector Gadget had had a stroke. Yep. Was he a I'm spy? Like no, I, 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 I think Inspector Gadget may have been a spy, but, it, okay. you know, in spy versus spy, we, we, we didn't play in the I – mean, I did see a handful of plays where it looked like we did, and then I saw most of the time it, it looked like we did not. And, and Moody didn't play today. It was Lawson uh, primarily, although a couple series we played Sean Murphy. Yeah, I'm not kidding. <laughs> Sean Murphy played a couple series. Quindarius Robinson played some. Christian Story played some. And again, this wasn't because we were dumping the bench. It was like, I think we were looking for likely, but no, I, I don't think we play most of the game with a spy, which to me is like someone's just going to have to explain. And I know the season will be over. And I do believe the coordinators are changing. I, I've told you all that for weeks. I, I, I've believed for a long time. And I mean, I don't know if people think that, we, that should have been a change in midseason, which I think is just outrageously a horrible idea. I mean, it, we just had to get to the end. But, but I, I don't understand. We, we did utilize a spy in Knoxville against Hendon Hooker. Believe it or not, it somewhat worked. I mean, in the sense that we limited Hendon Hooker's feet in that game pretty significantly. He didn't really hurt us much with his legs. And we had a spy, which is normally Lawson, on Hooker almost that whole game. We paid for it in other ways because whenever you use a spy, you give up other stuff. And, boy, did we give it up. But against LSU and Auburn, who can't hurt us through the air, who can't do to us what – I mean, LSU and Auburn aren't those often. It doesn't – we could use two spies, and they're not going to make plays on us on the outside. They don't have that capability. But why we spied Hooker, thus allowing them to, to – we took one player out of the pass rush, one player out of coverage to spy Hooker, and we paid for it a little bit, even though I still think that was largely a good idea. But then we didn't spy Jaden Daniels, who killed us with his legs, and we didn't spy Ashford, who killed us with his legs, and neither one of them were going to really hurt us with their arms. So I, I don't understand any of it. And, and the performances defensively in all three of those games – we're just really bad. And, you know, but hey, I, I'm not, like you said, I mean, as crazy and angry as all that sounds, I am enjoying the win. It was a big win. It was big. It, it was good. It was good. I love seeing Bryce win his last game. I love seeing Will get his last sack. I love seeing Bryce. 
I loved uh, I, I loved winning the game. But we do have to play better football. Uh, we do have to play better. And and the, the, we're 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 not seeing Alabama play the football that we're we're normally used to seeing them play. And while I'm not angry about, it, I want to fire everybody. I don't. I mean, I, I just. It, it's clearly not good enough. Nick, Nick's going to say some things. Coach is going to say some things publicly that he, everyone listening knows he doesn't feel privately. The, the things have to be addressed, and I'm sure they will. I got to stop love fest hippie Jimmy here. Wouldn't yeah. stop Jimmy because we got to go to – I got to tell everybody about upside. I do also want to say this. You know what I thought during – has a college team ever used two spies? Let's use two spies. I would leave one person completely uncovered and use two spies because he only was running. But I need to tell everybody about Upside. Upside is an app I love. I've used it today twice because I used it up one time when I filled up my tank with gas. And I got, I think I got eight cents a gallon back for that. And then I used it one time when I ate lunch and it was like 22% back. So I got 22% of my check back. So if you spend... $10, I spent way more than $10, but if you spend $10, you get $2.20 back. I mean, that's that's pretty good. That's, that's not pretty good. It's awesome. It's free money. I mean, so just go get the Upside app. It's so easy to install. It's so easy to download and it's free to use. And so we're all trying to save some money here. I mean, we got inflation's up the wazoo. We need to all help each other out. And so we're trying to help you here to get started. Download the free Upside app. Use my promo code LOCKED, that's L-O-C-K-E-D, and get $5 or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more. All you got to do is go to Upside, claim the offer, and you're done. It's on your phone. It's totally free. And you can look and see where the places that um, are Upside friendly and so you, you'll start having new places to go, and it's just fantastic. And, again, it's free money. So go check out Upside. I'm telling you, you're going to love it. Use promo code LOCKED and get that deal that I talked about. Upside is the way to go, people. Also, I got to tell everybody about something else, and I forgot what it was. Nope, I didn't forget. Here it is, LinkedIn right now. LinkedIn. We all need people with jobs, right? Everybody needs a jobby job. And you need to go to LinkedIn Jobs and check them out. I'm telling you, um, LinkedIn is great these days. Every new potential hire can feel like a high stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. Then all you got to do is go to uh, LinkedIn Jobs. All right. Use hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile and spread the word that you're hiring. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college. That's linkedin.com slash locked on college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions may and I'm sure will apply. Okay, a couple of quick things. Um, if it looks like I've changed position several times, I have because I'm trying to have no Wi-Fi problems like we've had in the past. So I'm literally sitting in a stairwell now. And it's very difficult for a man who's been sick, who's 6'5 and 50 years old, to contort his body to sit in a stairwell so that he gets great Wi-Fi service to do this. Um, I don't need any applause. I just need nobody to yell at me right now. That's what, I say that a lot to people. Like uh, I say that a lot to my family. Like I don't need y'all to thank me. I just need you to not yell at me. That's all I need. Um, also, shout out to Hampton Sipper. Uh, he is a loyal listener of the show. And... Um, Oh, yeah, there he is, me and him. We we were sitting like in the same row. 
Oh, really? Uh, He's a good dude. He was there and I appreciate him. Uh, he actually recognized me and I was, and my daughter's like, why did somebody recognize you? And I was like, I don't, it's a whole thing. I'm sorry. And it's only one person. So don't, don't. <laughs> um, it's a whole Jimmy, thing. Yep. I feel like it's going to be a thing. So let's go ahead and talk about it. The, the muff or no muff on the punt. Was it a muff punt? Because frankly, I've seen two video angles and the first angle, I thought it clearly was not the second one. I thought it, it was, if you look at the finger movement, Finger. I, mean, I thought it was clear from the finger. Now I got the 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 angle of not the angle, but you know where I sit in the stadium. I got to see a great look at it on the jumbotron, where the punt returner's finger is roughly the size of my femur, so yeah. I can see it so clearly. And his ring finger bent backwards. Okay. Now that's true. Now my first look at it, seeing jumbotron. Same thing you're talking about it. I didn't think Auburn touched the ball. I, I didn't. I'm like, the ball didn't move. I didn't see the ball flutter. I, that's how you can tell if a ball's touch, right? The ball changes trajectory. It changes rotation. It's It moves. The laces move. The ball moves. I, I didn't see any ball movement at all. I'm like, uh, they didn't touch it. But when they showed it again, dude behind me, shout out to Roger. If you're listening, Roger sits behind me. Um Roger's like, look, look at the finger, and it's true. It, the the ring finger bent backwards when the ball passed his hand. So I 100% believe Auburn touched the ball. Uh, but hey, you know, it's it's it. You know, are, are you ever going to get calls go against you? Calls go for you. Uh, you know, hey, so sometimes you're the victim of a bad call. I don't I don't think it was a bad call. But if Auburn fans want to be upset about it, that's fine. Alabama fans will probably be upset about some call in the bowl game. Yeah, I think you're right about that. I think it could go both ways. Um, I'm trying really hard to contort myself again and try oh, not to grab anybody with the lights. But that's better. That's better, I think. Okay. <laughs> I got back problems, too, and I've been running around, and, I, and I, I've had flu-like symptoms, so I'm fighting all this off for you people because I think for some reason you want to listen to me, which I, you probably don't. You were here for Jimmy. No, um, that's not true, but I'm doing all right. I did have a, uh, you know, I did the crossover with Zach Blackerby last week. And uh, one of the comments on the Locked On Auburn YouTube page was, Luke seems like such a narcissist. And I was like, yeah, baby, the best damn narcissist in Alabama. (laughs) I was like, if you think I'm a narcissist, you really ought to talk to my therapist because she disagrees. (laughs) Um, Anyway. I can't even spell narcissist. (laughs) Anyway, um. The penalties continue to be an issue for this team. They just they just keep going and going. And look, I mean, I didn't think I thought the offensive pass interference was kind of a BS call, but it's just again, it's one of those things you're going to get to go against you. And man, I, this this team is one of the more undisciplined teams, maybe the most undisciplined team Saban's ever had. Yeah, it's a frustrating group a little bit. I mean, in that sense, because it, it like never. Re- I mean, it got better. Because how could it not get better when you're getting – I think we set a school record for penalties when you play Texas, and, th- and then you play Tennessee and you break the school record, and then penalties again. Ha- but then there's a couple games where the penalties weren't so bad. But, gosh, overall, I'm sure it was the most penalized team of the Saban era, which is saying a lot. And, uh, yeah, it is a, it's, 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 
just a little frustrating this season because look at it a couple of different ways. And I, I prefer to look at it, you know, it's a 10 and two team that only lost two games to top 10 teams on the road. Uh, it's a team that's going to miss, we're, we're going to miss the college football playoff. I feel certain, but just barely, just barely, we're going to finish fifth or sixth in the final poll. We'll just barely miss making the playoff field, even with everything that's happened. So it, it's been a good year. I remember uh, the late, great Cecil Hurt said one time, you know, every season that doesn't end in the national championship does not end in a roadside ditch. I mean, and, and, and if, if, if we feel that way as fans, shame on us. Shame on us. So I'm proud of the kids that they won 10 games and continued that streak. I'm proud that they beat Auburn. You know, uh, that's great. Uh, they, they did beat Texas A&M. And we played the game with our backup quarterback, and we still beat. Texas A&M. We overcame some adversity with Bryce being hurt, um, you know, and other things that, that didn't go great. We played an extremely tough schedule. I, I believe what we're going to see, Luke, is I, I'm, I'm looking forward to this number myself when this final CFP comes out a week from, from tomorrow, a week from Sunday. Uh, I'm going to look at the strength of schedule. Say of the top 10 teams, the, the 10 best teams in the country, of those 10 who played the toughest schedule, it'll be Alabama. I, yeah. feel, I feel certain that that's the case. So I'm proud of all that. We should all be proud of all that. But did this team play to the standard set by the Saban teams before it? Absolutely not. And they seemed to be a little bit like our basketball team from a year ago, which is made up of several individuals who we know are good players, but you put them all on the same team and you're like, I think y'all are supposed to be a little better than this to be honest. Jimmy, I need to tell everybody about Nissan. This week's thrilling moment in college football is brought to you by Nissan. The thrilling designs behind the new lineup from Nissan are intended to empower drivers in vehicles as capable as the drivers themselves. When I think of unbelievable abilities on the field for this week's thrilling moment, it has to be, how about the long touchdown pass to uh, Ja'Cory Brooks? I, I Look, when we were up there, I was in that end zone that it happened. I had maybe the worst seats I've ever had for any game, much less an Iron Bowl. And um, so when that pass was being thrown, I said, oh, oh, my God, two people ran the same, ran the wrong route or something. Because I can't, I, I haven't been able to watch the replay. Somebody was bringing his man right to Ja'Cory Brooks. I thought it was going to be a jump ball situation, but I was like, why is he bringing his man there? But somehow Bryce knew all of this. And he, he, <laughs> He was able to avoid everything and still get the touchdown pass. Great catch by Brooks. Tremendous pass by Bryce Young. Tremendous. I mean, it was only his man could get it. Just absolutely gorgeous, at least from my vantage point. Maybe when I watch the replay, I'll go, Luke, what a terrible, thrilling moment you picked out. But, uh, no, I think it was right. And um, I think uh, it, that that was a, certainly thrilling for me. This segment has been inspired by the thrilling new designs featured across Nissan's new lineup of vehicles. Pursue what thrills you in the all-new Frontier, Armada, or Pathfinder today. Available now at NissanUSA.com. All right, Jimmy. Um, we want to. We're going to dive more into the Iron Bowl. This is strictly like visceral reaction right after this. Uh, but I wanted to throw out there. You know, we we know I'm not trying to gloss over Alabama's loss to UConn in basketball. Alabama got pushed around. They got pushed around, and frankly, I think it's a good thing for this team. They probably needed to be pushed around a little. Um, the women's soccer team is moving on to the final four. Kudos to them. 
the one other thing I think we got to talk about, because again, we'll talk about the Iron Bowl a lot going forward, especially after we rewatch it. Um, Lane Kiffin's out for Auburn's head coach. Hugh Freeze looked like he was in. It looked like he was all in, like, here's what's happening. Right. But there's been some blowback on this. And, yeah. man, I I thought it was going to be impossible for Auburn to mess up this coaching search because I thought, really, they could go with, like, one of three or four guys, and they're kind of all the same. They may mess up this coaching search. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I have been uh, so uh, focused in on, on Alabama uh, today with the game. I'm a little out of the loop. I mean, I do realize w- what you're talking about, and I, I, I guess they're going to sort of ramrod the, the, the Hugh Freeze hire through. If they don't, I mean, who's the third choice? I'm not even sure. I, I would guess Jeff Grimes from Baylor uh, might end up uh, inheriting this which was never the plan, uh, I'm sure. Uh, I think it was going to be Lane, and if not Lane, then Hugh. But uh, maybe Auburn didn't anticipate this level of blowback. I've certainly read some of it online today. I know a lot of Auburn female fans are uh, really upset about that choice, uh, and they let it be known. And then some additional facts have come out from Liberty and you know, uh, the, the, the DM that, that, that Hugh sent to the uh, sexual assault victim at Liberty, I think is an outrageously horrible uh, decision. <laughs> and, and then then facts I completely forgotten about, stories uh, that came from Briarcrest Christian when he was uh, there, reported by AL.com. Look it up if, if, if you don't know what I'm talking about. But AL.com uh, reprinted a story today that they had ran shortly after uh, Coach Freeze's firing from Ole Miss about some allegations, allegations, about what happened at Briarcrest Christian when he was there uh, in regard to uh, female high school students that were, uh, again, read the AL.com story. I'm not verifying that it's true or warranting it. I'm just saying I I about all that stuff. So, yeah, I think Auburn hugely short-sighted to not see that coming to a degree. Uh, but, yeah, if, if they don't end up with Lane and don't end up with, with Hugh Freeze, I don't even know where they go from there. Yes. Uh, my, my guess would be Jeff Grimes from Baylor at that point, but he would be a really, uh, based on all circumstances, Luke, unpopular hire. Now watch him win, you know, six national championships in a row, but I, 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 he would be a real unpopular hire, I think, after all that's transpired. First of all, I find it hilarious that, that Liberty is saying, hey, you don't want to hire this guy. This guy's got a history. Now we just want to keep him. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Secondly, exactly. This was this was totally un, uh, unintentionally funny, but there was a post on an Auburn message board maybe an hour or so ago about a guy who apparently has all this inside information and then why it should be Hugh Freeze and his, you know everything against him is a crock of crap and all this stuff. And at the end, he said, "Ladies and gentlemen, be happy." the Tigers are finally going to have a predator roaming the sidelines. I was like, that's a poor choice of words. Poor choice of words. That's not the flex you think it is. But uh, anyway, we'll talk about more of that. I'm about to lose my voice 100%, partially from screaming, partially from being sick. I'm sorry. We're going to have to cut it short. But that's going to do it for the Iron Bowl wrap-up quick visceral reaction show. Jimmy will be back tomorrow with some most stuff. Until then, roll tight, everybody. Roll tight.